For whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith, which comes by hearing and hearing the word of God, rightly divided here with power, authority, and conviction by Bishop Eddie Addy from the Macarius Church headquarters. This anointed teaching will challenge you, strengthen you, and equip you for a truly victorious life in the Lord. Be transformed as you listen. Give attention to my words. Oh, please keep clapping. If you want the dew of God, the oil of God. I was so blessed this morning. Listen to the prophet as he shared it out from Job 29. And in verse 2, he said, When the secret of God was upon my tabernacle. What is the secret of God? It's the revelation. It says, when his light, his candlelight shined on me. And today, I'm pleased to tell you that there is revelation in this house. There is the word of God being preached in this house. With clarity and with anointing and with direction for your life. So if you are ready for the prophetic direction for your life. Concerning your fruitfulness. Stand to your feet. Clap your hands as you welcome. privilege we have to be in your house with your people hearing the engrafted word that is able to save us that is able to build us up and that is able to give us an inheritance among those who are sanctified for all those listening to us on sweet melodies Pie fm on youtube on facebook we pray for your blessing we thank you in Jesus name Amen Amen. God bless you you may be seated wonderful Jesus I want to talk to you on keys to fruitfulness key number one can be found in Isaiah 32 verse 15 and it says upon the land of my people Let's start from 13. Upon the land of my people shall come up thorns and briars, yea, upon all the houses of joy in the joyous city. Because the palaces shall be forsaken, the multitude of the city shall be left, the forts and towers shall be for dens forever. 
a joy of wild asses, a pasture of flocks. This is painting a bleak and an unfortunate picture of what judgment has come upon a people. But the Bible says that until the spirit be poured upon us from on high and the wilderness be a fruitful field and the fruitful field be counted for a forest. So when the land he says that the palaces are forsaken the multitude of the city is left there's nobody there the forts and towers are now inhabited by animals and flocks sheep and goats are grazing where human beings should have been living he says that the only time this picture can change is when the spirit is poured from on high and then the bible says that while the spirit is poured upon the land and upon the people what was the wilderness becomes a fruitful field and what was a fruitful field is counted for a forest and so the first key that i believe is going to make us more fruitful in the house of the lord is the holy spirit the holy spirit makes us or turns us into fruitful fields the holy spirit receive the holy spirit the holy spirit the holy spirit the holy spirit the great power from God from on high when he is poured upon us if you are a dry tree a desert place you shall become a fruitful field and even if you are fruitful the Bible says that you will be so fruitful and the fruits will be so much and the tree will be so filled with fruits and leaves that when you see the field that is fruitful it looks like a forest when you go near you see that ah the fruits are so many that the whole thing looks like a forest it's not a forest at all but it is the blessing of the fruitfulness may such a prophetic word come to pass in your life amen in the book of Acts, we learn this particular story or this picture. Jesus had died. Are you, am I on air? Jesus had died and then um, he had, even before he resurrected, that they saw that he had resurrected. All the disciples were caged. They were all shut up in, their, in rooms, afraid of the people. And even when he resurrected and promised them that they should wait in Jerusalem until the Holy Spirit comes upon them because he knew that if you are going into the world and you don't have this mighty power of God you cannot change the world you cannot affect the world and so he said they should wait until they are endued with power from on high 
And that is how come they were in the upper room. Because they were waiting. They were waiting. Because a certain power was going to come upon them. And that because, and you could see at that time that they were distraught. They were, in a certain sense, depressed. And they didn't know what was going to happen. Fear had gripped all of them. Jesus, who is supposed to, uh, uh, Peter, who is supposed to be the chief apostle, had denied Jesus three times. So he now, he didn't know his present and then his, before his future. You know, and when Jesus was shut up in the tomb and, um, and, and Peter must have felt so bad because the last words Jesus spoke to him directly was that you will deny me three times. And he refused vehemently and said, never will it happen. If everybody forsakes you, me alone, I'll be with you. So, unfortunately for him, he actually denied Jesus three times before Jesus died. So, when he denied the third time, the cock crowed or crew, crow, crow, <laughs> the cock crowed. Okay, beautiful. The English, you see, a lot of people are not sure. So, they are just looking at those who are stronger and are affirming that this is the word. <laughs> but there was a crowing. The cock crowed <laughs> it's a, yes it's crowed crowed not the cock crew <laughs> Jesus said before the cock crows three times you would have uh, crows once you would have denied me three times so when he heard the cuckoo and he said hey, yeah this is the I just finished denying him this one then he remembered the second and then the first they said wow have denied my savior he he was so broken that he went away hiding i mean guilt you see guilt your mother goes when you're young say don't touch the glass don't use the glass to drink then you like daddy's glass so you went to take it and then you were drinking then it just slipped out of your hand on the floor passion shine I mean, when she comes, normally you'll be running to go and welcome her. But this time you are not around. Then after 10 minutes, she becomes, where is Kojo? Then before they'll shout, Kojo, 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 where is he? Where is he? He's there, but he's not responding because he knows what he has done. So Peter was shut up that way. So when Jesus met Mary and resurrected, he said, go and tell the disciples and Peter also. And Peter also. Because the way he's feeling, he's not likely to come around. Do you understand? So it's like, go and tell Peter also. So that he will join. He's also still a disciple. Even though he has denied me three times, he's still a disciple. That's why sometimes, even though you have made some mistakes, you should still be in church. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You should still come. Come around. God still likes you. And... He is the one who can make things better in your life. Yes. But sometimes you can feel so bad. You don't want to come to church. You don't want to approach. Even when they are singing the song, you don't want to sing because you feel so bad with yourself. I don't know whether you understand what I'm saying. Yeah. So you see that you feel so bad. When they say, uh, lift up holy hands. You tell yourself that my hands, they are not holy. Do you see? I don't know. Even your lips are not holy. Your hands are not holy. You see, 
<laughs> yeah. So when you say, with my hands lifted up, you are, even the devil remind you that put your hand up. People, better people are lifting their hand, you are joining them. Put your hand down, foolish boy. And, and you obey him because you know what you, you know what you have done. <laughs> And those of you who have used your mouth insulting people, shouting yesterday, do you see? And then now you are in church, you are, even sometimes early in the morning, compound house, you are shouting, everything. Then when you come to church, you say, you know, let us lift up our voices and begin to thank God. <laughs> My voice, if God knows what I've been saying this morning, I don't think he would like with this same James says that with the same mouth should not proceed blessing and cursing so all these things bring a confusion and then you find yourself not coming boldly to the throne of grace that you may obtain mercy and find grace to help in your time of need so Peter was shut up Peter was some way do you see and then Jesus sends a message to him that I'm meeting the disciples uh, in Galilee. Okay, so he should also come. He should also come. Merciful Jesus. Because I would have thought that he will not mind you again. Hey. Wow. Not once. No, and the guy was very strong in his assertion that even if all men forsake you, me, I'll be with you. So he even took a sword when Jesus said, let us go to the garden and go and pray. He asked, do you have you any swords? He said, we have two swords. And he took one. So when they arrested him, he cut off the person's ears. Yes. He didn't know that it's not as simple as taking a sword to fight. When he was left alone, you know, he, he Bible says that he followed afar off. And then when he was there, somebody said, Ah, this guy is one of the disciples. He said, I don't know him. I don't know him. Foolish girl, stop talking. Then he said, <laughs> Then another, he went to sit somewhere. He was warming himself. And they said, Hey, this guy, when we even hear his language, he, he, he sounds like one of the disciples. He sounds. The way he talks, his speech, his donation, everything, he sounds like one of the disciples. He said, Me? I've never seen the man before. Oh, Peter. And then a little girl also said that you are one of the disciples. I, I, I swear my father can't do that. I've never seen the man before. Do you see? And then he go, 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 go. And then he, he looked, I'm sure he, Jesus, he looked in Jesus' direction. And then Jesus must have looked at him and said, I contact, I contact. I I told you that three times. I told you so. Ah. Yes. So this, this one, he's supposed to be the head of the group. Like the disciples know, he is the topmost person. And he is the one who has made such a grievous error. And now they are still depending on you who have denied him three times to lead the group to go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. (laughs) How are you 
going to do something like this? When the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all assembled in one place. Yes. And there came the sound of a rushing mighty wind and it filled the place where they were assembled. And cloven tongues as of fire settled upon every head. Yes. And the Bible says that they now began to speak and the Holy Spirit, they were filled with the Spirit because the Spirit was poured from on high. And they were filled with the Spirit. And the Bible says that they now began to speak in tongues as the Spirit gave them the utterance. And all the people around heard them speaking and praising God and thanking God in their own languages by supernatural interpretations. And they said that these people must be drunk. Ah, early in the morning, look at how they are talking. So sometimes when you hear people speaking in tongues, we look drunk and we look... It's like we are babbling. And you don't understand it. Because you have not been given the spiritual interpretation of the tongues. But of a truth, it's an unknown tongue to confirm that the Holy Spirit has come now upon you. And Jesus said that, and when the Holy Ghost comes upon you, you shall receive power to be fruitful, to be witnesses. Not just to speak in tongues, but to be witnesses. So when you are just speaking in tongues and you are not a witness, you are not making good the power and the grace and the anointing that has been poured upon your life. Why are you still a wilderness when the Holy Spirit has been poured upon you? Why are you still a dry desert? Why are you in the church and you do nothing? As though the Spirit has not been poured on you. I can only remember the words of David when he was lamenting about Saul when he died. The lamentations of King David. The, 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 the beauty of Israel is slain upon the high places. How are the mighty fallen? Tell it not in God. Publish it not in the streets of Ashkelon, lest the daughters of the Philistines rejoice and the daughters of the uncircumcised triumph. Ye, then he cursed the mountains upon which they died. Ye mountains of Gilboa, let there be no dew nor fields of offerings. For there the shield of the mighty was vilely cast away and the shield of Saul as though he was not anointed. As though. Some of us behave as though we are not anointed. Some of us conduct ourselves as though the spirit has not been poured upon us. And that is why I am saying to you that it is the Holy Spirit that makes you fruitful. And the fact that you have the Holy Spirit or you are not fruitful, you are trying to tell yourself that there is no spirit on me. Jude says, these be they which separate themselves, sensual, having not the spirit. Because when the spirit is on you, you don't separate yourself. And when the spirit is upon you, you become a fruitful field. May you stir up the gift of God that is upon you. And may you be blessed and anointed to be more and more fruitful. That's why Isaiah said, until the spirit be poured from on high in the wilderness, dry place. Nothing has been planted there. Nobody lives there. Nobody likes the place. But when the spirit is poured upon it, the dry place wilderness becomes a fruitful field. And even what looked fruitful is not yet as fruitful as it should be. So he, he, he put some 
you know you can have a tree that is fruitful it bears fruit but when they they put something around the manure and do some things to it it brings forth much more fruit yes and that is what is coming upon your life yes so being in the church god wants you to be fruitful to be involved in growing his church to be involved in planting his church to be involved in building his church building it physically building it spiritually building it with people so this christianity where you go to church and just go home brother ask yourself am i a wilderness ask your neighbor are you a wilderness you you are afraid to ask I'm asking you to ask. You are not asking it. You are not insulting the person or you are not facing the person. I say, ask your neighbor. Yes, are you a wilderness? Is he a wilderness? Do you think your neighbor is a wilderness? He is not. So ask him that how come that you are still like a wilderness? Yes. Yeah. That when you come to church, you are just alone. There are people listening to me on sweet melodies. You are in your car. You are on the road. You are in an Uber. You are listening to sweet melody or Dofopa FM. Or you are even watching on Facebook. You are listening to me. Somebody is on his way to church. But you have been going to church for the last one year. Nobody is on your list that I'm calling. Let's go to church. Let's arrive in church. I'm on my way. I'm picking you on my way. I am coming for you. Let us go. Are you ready? There's nothing like that that you do. Just you wake up. You eat your breakfast. Some people have eaten banku this morning. Oh yes. This early morning is just before 9 o'clock. You have eaten banku. Yes. It's like you there. You, when you eat banku, then you are able to be alert throughout the day. And somebody here, yesterday you cooked rice with stew. Yes, meat stew. And this morning, you warmed it. Yes. And fired it before you came. <laughs> like, I don't want to be too hungry when I'm in church. So you have eaten rice and stew. And as you are frying your stew or warming your rice, you never thought of anyone. That's why over years, there are many places where Christianity is finishing. Christianity is finishing because the church members who come, God depends on you. Look at Peter. Somebody as denying as Peter was still the one that Jesus said, because people are not easy to get. So when he gets a person, he wants that person to champion the growth of his church, the saving of souls, the establishing of the souls, the planting of a church in uncharted territories. Yes. And you marry is even worse because it's like now it's me and my husband, and then me and my children. And then you come with your children, you come with your, you just want marriage. It's like we are there. It's as if your whole world revolves around yourself and your children. But it's not like that. God pours his spirit on you, not for your family in your house, but so that you can be a reason for the growth of his church, for the salvation of souls, for the building of churches. Oh, yes. Even giving of your money. 
it's your it's your duty and it's it's, it's your it's a responsibility god places on you no no government is coming to build a church for the church even schools are they able to build it before they are coming to add churches to it and roads cry you can see our road that they are making it's been months and months and months they cannot even progress much you see, then you, when you mean so because of the rains, I said, ah, but the rains were not, it was not raining many months before it started raining. You were not doing anything, it's not like the rain. You just use the rain as an excuse, but it's not the rain, it's just how you do your things. Okay, rain will finish, you will see just now. <laughs> Are you listening to me? So, as a Christian, don't shy away from the responsibility. Of helping the church to build it. And I want to tell you that God preserves your life and God blesses you so that you can be a blessing to others. This situation where it's like I'm married, Kobe, do you understand? Like now you have a nice wife, very beautiful girl. It's like now you have food to eat that you don't buy from the roadside. And now you have a girl to sleep by your side that makes you very comfortable. So is that your life? Is that your life? It's like God has blessed me. That's not... You see, when you count those things as your blessing, it, it, it blinds you. That's why in 2 Peter chapter 1, verse, verse 8, verse 8, verse 8 first, 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 8, he says, For if these things be in you and abound, he was talking about some nice virtues. Out of your feet... Uh, virtue, virtue, temperance, temperance, knowledge, knowledge, some things. Then he says, if these things are in you and abound, they make you that you shall neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. There are some things that when they are in you, they make you more fruitful. And the Holy Spirit is major power. When he's on you, he makes you more fruitful. You'll never be barren in the church. But listen to verse 9. But he that lacketh these things is blind. Yes. And cannot see afar off. So there are many Christians who are blind. They cannot see afar off. They cannot see as far as heaven. They can't see that there are people they, they knew who are in hell. Like the rich man who was in hell and knew his brothers on earth and was campaigning for them that somebody would go to them and preach so that they don't end up in the place where he is. Many Christians are blinded to those things and cannot see as far as those places. And then the last one he says, and has forgotten that he was purged from his old sins. So every one of us, singers, ashes, ordinary, some of you call yourself floor members. Okay, you are a floor member. (laughs) Ordinary floor members. I want to tell you that God is expecting fruits from you expecting that through you a church will be built and god bless some people here who have built churches in places where they are looking for church buildings and since pandemic many churches are closed down who are meeting in classrooms and so on they all closed down because they have nowhere yesterday i heard a church that has closed down in this area now they are going to help invite them the church is no more it doesn't exist anymore I'm sure the pastor is discouraged. He has left. Because ordinary people who have been blessed by God, God gave you a job. God gave you life. Some of us were even plucked out of accidents. 
You should have died. You are here alive. You are looking at me. The psalmist says, I shall not die, but live. For what reason? 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 To declare the works of God. Psalm 118 verse 17. I shall not die. Somebody say, I shall not die. I shall not die. I shall not die. It's not a good confession. Or do you want to die? You want to die this week? What about next week? What about this year? You want to die next year? But you want to be alive? Then say to yourself, I shall not die. I shall not die. But I shall live. But I shall live. And what is the reason for your living? What is the reason for your living? To declare the works of the Lord. That's the reason. That's the reason. That's the reason. The reason why you are being preserved. So at a point I tell you that when the reason for your preservation is not being fulfilled, what is the use of it? Huh? I don't understand what you are saying. Yes. You are afraid to say it because it's breaking you. Where did I share my but that's the reality alright so may the Holy Spirit come afresh upon your life in the mighty name of Jesus lift your hand and say Holy Spirit fill me afresh fill me afresh and make me fruitful a fruitful field I want to be a fruitful field in the name of you pray shout it I want to be a fruitful field Holy Spirit, fill me to overflowing in the mighty name of Jesus. Receive the Holy Spirit. Receive the Holy Spirit in a fresh and living way. Clap your hands. Yeah. Next one. Number two. Second key to fruitfulness is the key of sacrifice. In John 12, verse 23, it says, And Jesus answering said unto them, The hour is come that the Son of Man should be glorified. Verily, verily, I say unto you, except a corn of wheat fall into the ground and die, it abideth alone. But if it die, it bringeth forth much fruit. Hmm? A grain of wheat remains alone until it is planted in the ground and dies there. And then it brings forth much fruit. For many of us, we are not able to do much or do anything because this element of sacrifice, yes, of being put in the ground, of denying yourself something, do you see? That is what is keeping you alone. Alone. Unless you fall into the ground and die, go through a process 
where you are uncomfortable, where you are not feeling so comfortable and you are not in your comfort zone. So uproot yourselves from your comfort zone. Start obeying my what I'm saying. That's what the songwriter was saying before I preached. Uh, I think uh, Fresh Lilies gave us that song. How come you stayed in one city and in one place? How come? You stayed just in your house. You don't want to sacrifice your evening because your series is playing on television. So you can't make that sacrifice. Yes. Huh? Netflix. Today, you see, many years ago, to go to a movie was a major arrangement. Now, in the comfort of your home, every movie in the world is available to you. Even some people don't have Netflix. They know how to download from different places. Either download or watch direct. Yeah, just get data. When we are praying on the flow prayers or we are having prayer meeting or there's a service online they say they don't have data but they have data for watching live movies yes uh, telegram to affords you and what joy movies hey christian brothers and christian sisters you see them using data they have loaded their phones with data and they are watching movies for hours and hours series of about one is 45 minutes and times about 3 or 4 in the evening you are watching all before you go to bed when it's time for prayer say I don't have data because you don't want to make the sacrifice for the things of God that's why you are still alone do you think I don't have I also have TV the whole of this week, my TV was not on until yesterday. Yes. <laughs> and you, are, you like TV because I, that's my favorite time. I like to sit and then when they bring me my food and I'm eating and watching, I really like that. Enjoy that. So the work of God is often left with a few people who you feel are zealous or don't have anything they don't have much job or much money and then when God blesses them too and they also prosper a bit then they also stop because like you see in Yato TV we have carpets, we have air condition we have to enjoy them we have fridge and freezer we have to enjoy them yes, I have microwave and make popcorn and then children have come I have to be with the children I have to be with my children. I have to be with, my husband likes his hot very hot. My, his food very hot. So I, I have to be at home to make food for my husband. He likes fresh soup, hot one. When it's boiling. Yeah. When he comes and the, the, he doesn't see the vapor coming out of the soup, he's not happy. Yes. So I have to be there to feed my then two Christians who met in the church. Yes. Who were, who were brought by somebody because God used somebody to touch your life and God used somebody to, to minister to you and change you you see them now caged in the house that we won't go anywhere and there are many Christians today now who don't go to church even on Sunday morning because it's like I'm feeling tired and that's why the, the 
the sacrifice can cost. You may feel tired, but I got to go to church. Because there's a guy in my area I invited to the church. There's a colleague I invited to the church. There's somebody I met on the road. And I told him that I'll come for him to, to, to church today. I can't stay in the house. It, it calls for sacrifice. Yes. I can't go to church alone. Every day they are preaching. is uh, uh, pricking me. Somebody preached to me, and I get, and maybe you, you you went to church because you were born into a church. Yeah, but even if you trace the source of your attendance, the fact that you were born, it was because your mother was either taken to church by the father, or the father of your mother or your your father was also preached to by somebody, and the person won your grandfather, and your grandfather gave birth to your father into the church and that's how you are also born into the church and then now you feel that you don't have to do anything church there if you are born then you join church you don't join by born you know you join you join by preaching and winning souls and if you think that you you don't want to do that's why we watch we watch and then we see that churches are being sold churches are empty yes if you go to UK now churches are sold they are using them for nightclubs I mean you should, we should be ashamed to ever hear that there was a church here and now it, it is now a nightclub or that it has been turned into a mosque because the people who don't want to go to church anymore sometimes when they show England they show churches on Christmas you see uh, uh, five people all people because nobody goes to church anymore and the reason why it comes to that is because when you are born into the church or somebody wins you or somebody preaches to you you are not interested in reaching out to anybody you are busy with your children you are busy with your family you are busy with your business you are busy with your rest They are nodding. Don't just nod. It's a good, it's a very good. Yeah, sounds good, sounds powerful. But you have to actually become one of the people. In Isaiah chapter 5, verse 1. Isaiah 5, verse 1. Where's the guy? He says, Isaiah 5, verse 1. Please. Now I will sing to my beloved my well beloved a song of my beloved touching his vineyard. My beloved, you see, he's giving you a song. This is like a serenade. He's serenading, like a, 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 a love song about somebody that he loves. He says, My well beloved hath a vineyard in a very fruitful hill. Do you see? Then he faced it and gathered out the stones thereof and planted it with choicest vine and built a tower in the midst of it and also made a wine press therein and he looked that it should bring forth grapes and it brought forth wild grapes do you understand the, the, the story he said he had a very nice farm on a very fruitful field so it's not like the condition was not good then he put black soil, he put fence, he, he put a fence so that wild animals will not spoil it. And then he built a tower to watch for any 
pests and prey and other beasts, wild boars who will come and, uh, and thieves who will come and, so he put a tower so that you can watch then he made a wine press which is like a factory so that when the, he, he harvests the grapes he can make grape juice directly from the farm he was ready for harvest then he would look for the thing to bring he, and then he planted it with choicest vine not even some useless seeds but the best seeds that's what he used then he now looked for the thing to bring forth grapes and he brought forth wild grapes then he said now oh inhabitants of Jerusalem and men of Judah so I'm also talking to the men in the Macarius church this morning and those of you listening on Sweet Melodies FM, or you are on YouTube or Facebook hey now oh inhabitants of Jerusalem and listeners on this media media and men of Judah judge I pray you betwixt me and my vineyard what could have been done more to my vineyard that I have not done in it what could have been done more for you that God has not done for you wherefore when I look that it should bring forth grapes you see God is always looking for something always, always if you think God is not expecting something from you you are mistaken if you think God is not expecting you to help his church and help it to grow help it to be planted there must be churches in other cities and other towns that we have given birth to not just one city not just in Accra and even within Accra, there must be areas where we send people to go and plant churches. And you must be involved in it with your strength, with your money, and make the sacrifice to make it happen. Why did I look for, uh, uh, it says, wherefore when I looked that it should bring forth grapes, brought it forth wild grapes. Why is God expecting something good from you and nothing good is coming out? Rather, no, criticizing the pastors who are sacrificing for God, criticizing the church that has been existent for many years, criticizing the workers, criticizing the singers, criticizing the preacher, criticizing the workers, criticizing the media, the ashes, criticizing, fighting the communion stars. You are church, you know, you will not bring anybody. The person to who has come, you quarrel with him and sack him from the church. You are like a wild grape. Yes. You will never preach. You won't even let your children become pastors. When your child wants to become a, he says, Daddy, me, a, a, a child, would they have something they do in the uh, uh, school where they, they Career day, career day. Then your child says, I want to wear the, I want to be a priest. Say, hey, uh, uh, go and use a, uh, I will sew a, a, an overall, a, a, a white coat for you and give you stethoscope. You cannot, what, what is this that you want? What a bad idea that you want to put a clerical collar on your neck. Ah, when I want my child to be an engineer, you say you want to be a priest. My child should be a lawyer. He, he says he wants to be a priest. Have you heard of such a thing? When you become a priest, what will we eat? Oh, they go and do engineer first. Software there. A lot of people can become software. Or you can become software anytime. When you grow older a bit. But could you engineer first? And I a doctor. Now hear me. Before I die. 
Because you now you know how it is difficult to be a priest. How you've made your priest suffer and your pastor has not been encouraged by you. You don't pay your tithe. So you know that when your child becomes a pastor, he will struggle to eat because you, you are a member of the church, but you don't pay tithe. So if you see that everybody is like you, say, hey, any house of normal bread. <laughs> that's, that's, that the pastors, they are really struggling here. <laughs> Why is God looking for fruit from you? And he rather gets wild criticisms facing some of you form a kind of caucus, some kind of clique, some group be in the church not talking, 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 talking and I'm sorry, no, share if they don't, they like, they should bring themselves, me, I can face them I can, hey, then you and your colleagues and your, your, your I don't know, your gang hey, you are marching to the priest and when you are on the church building committee or you are you are something that you will always give advice against anything that will prosper God's church one day there was a man he was on the building committee and the, the pastor said they are going to build a new church they, are, they want to expand and he was on the board he said it's a bad idea ah and because he knew that when he looks around the, because he of his financial capacity, they have made him the chairman. So a lot of pressure will come on him to give offerings. <laughs> oh yes, because normally if you are those who are building committee and things, they, they always put people who have something. I only be we are to building committee now. There now, coffee. But he built a new house. He had a house, but he built a new one. And then one day he was he, he himself was telling the story. Not not anybody, not a pastor, not like an evangelist is preaching. No, the man himself was telling this testimony that he was on the committee and he kicked against the new idea because he knew that pressure would come on him. When I was trying to buy this land, I approached a hotel owner who was connected to the land. So I said, Oh, he should visit our church. He said, Oh, one chapel member. I will not come to your church. I said, oh, why? He said, oh, you are now going to buy your land. You are now going to build a church. Pressure, Baba Modo. Like you put pressure on me. <laughs> because he's a hotel owner. And I, I mean, we all know that hotel owners, at least they have some money. So he said, he's not joining my church. But he can see that I'm now trying to buy this land. And now I'm now going to start foundation, build, because this, there was no, this building, you see, was not here at all. This place was bush. So he said he will not come to the church. I said, oh, just, okay. First I said he should give us his hotel to meet him. He said, no way. But he gave his hotel to some church. Hey! And then he said, Bishop, hotel on Sunday morning. He said, and they used to feed people after church. So the people will not come to the church, but they come to come and eat. The homeless people, people who don't have food to eat, and beggars and things have come. Swimming pool one in now. He said, My my guests are swimming and they are lying by the pool now. All kinds of I mean <laughs> 
grassroots and riffraffs are just walking around his guests as they are lying by the pool. So, uh, I can understand you. <laughs> I can understand you. Well, a white man has come to a hotel thinking that <laughs> he's coming to rest. <laughs> so he has swam and then he's lying on the stretcher. He's reading a book. Then he will lift his head up. People are passing by. They are going to get their food. Then when they get their food, they'll be eating all around the swimming pool. He said, hey, it was same hotel. No? They drove a lot of my guests away. To church there, I will not give. Since you are a church. So I said, okay, if you not give it to us, then just visit the church. And, you know, be part of the church. Just, be, just come to church. I said, no. One chapel, no member. I've never heard that before. One chapel, I will not come to your church. And the reason was that, what the pressure about tomorrow. <laughs> So this man didn't want pressure to come on him. But he, he, pressure was on him to finish his house. So he finished his own house. And one day he took his two little girls to go and visit his new house. That He said he built the house on a hill. Oh yes. And the house, beautiful. His dream house. So he took them there. On the way, the children said, Daddy! We want some ice cream. Once or so they needed to cross the, cross the road to buy the ice cream on the other side and come back to daddy. So when they were going, I mean the man himself is telling the story. I'm saying it now because I heard it. That's why I'm also saying it. He said when his children were crossing the road, he shouted at them as they were going there. As you go, watch the road before his words could hit the ground. A 16 wheeler articulator came to collect the two daughters that he had. He couldn't believe it. Ah, he ran ah, ah. as he was running. He saw that one arm was somewhere, another head was walking somewhere. And another leg was somewhere. He was picking the pieces of his children. Hey. The man himself was telling the story. I'm not saying it. I'm, I'm not saying it to frighten you. I'm telling you the story of somebody who was on a building committee. And when it's something for the church, you will not make the sacrifice. You will not give. You will not put your hand to it. You will not attend. You will not come. He said as he was picking the pieces of his children and he was screaming and even the tears cannot come. He was just screaming. He said he heard the voice of God. I, I'm not saying that he, God spoke to him but he said he heard the voice of God. That you wouldn't build me a house. You will build a house for yourself. Go and enjoy it. Go and enjoy it. I mean the man himself said that's what he heard. You wouldn't build because when he was on the board and the pastor said we should build a new church this one is small let's build a bigger house for God he said I won't do it that we can't a bad idea we should have multiple services we cannot have just uh, we, what, what do we need a double the, I mean the, if we build a second the church may not be full I mean let's just let's be here let's stay here God he knew that there will be pressure on him and some of you, you feel pressure on you and so because of the pressure to attend 
pressure to be at a rehearsal pressure to be at a prayer meeting pressure to be at a weekday service prayer to go out of your house prayer to skip your lunch prayer to uh, 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 the, 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 the pressure to, to, to now go out of your house and forsake your television or your series that pressure you don't want it so you may kick and say, oh, it's not a bad idea. This Saturday afternoon going to uh, a lot of people are in their homes and a lot of people that... Meanwhile, you are giving the reason because you don't want that pressure for you to not be denied of your lunch or your television series or your time with your family or your time with your children. You don't want that pressure. But you like to be with your children and sing lullabies to them. And God says that you think about it. When I'm looking for you, I've saved you. Some of you were fornicators. Today, look at you sitting in church, correct everything. You look very nice and holy, but you will know that you were not like that. You know you were not like that. Smokers, drug addicts, by now you should have gone mad. By now you should have died. That accident, they, they pulled you out of the wreck. And you came out and people are wondering that are you the one who came out of this car? You say, yes, I'm the one. You say, this is a miracle. You can see that it's a miracle. Then you told yourself, oh, I'm going to really thank God. Then you just came to church one day and danced in front of the church. God has saved me with a white handkerchief. White handkerchief. Then you think that's all. But you continue living after that day. God is expecting grapes. Grapes grapes of you something that he himself wants and what he wants he says he does not want that any soul should perish but all should come to him to repentance god wants people to be saved god wants people jesus said i have other sheep they are not in this fold them i must also bring in that there'll be one one fold and one shepherd you see Christians, they are in the church. Oh, me, I'm not going. I'm not going. I'm not going. It's too far. I'm not going. Meanwhile, you are going to chase a girl. The same time that there's a service, you are going to your boyfriend. You are going to your girlfriend. You are meeting a business partner. And that's why God says that when he, he has something that is in, he's interested in, you are not interested in it, but you are interested in what makes you comfortable and what makes you happy. So he said, judge what I will do to this, my vineyard. Isaiah 5. Let's go back to Isaiah 5. Isaiah 5. He says, what, what, uh, uh, what could have been done that I have not done? Verse 5. Verse 5. Verse 5. And now go to. I will tell you what I will do to my vineyard. I will take away the hedge thereof. And it shall be eaten up. And I will break down the wall thereof. And it shall be trodden and down. 6. Is that no verse 6? Hey. <laughs> and I will lay it waste. It shall not be pruned nor digged, but there shall come up briars and thorns. I will also command the clouds that they rain no rain upon it. These things they are said in so many places. God says this same thing everywhere. When Jesus came to the fig tree and he couldn't find fruit on it, he cursed it. May no man eat fruit of thee forever. When I'm expecting fruit, I don't see fruit. He's cursed the thing that nobody should eat from you again. That's all. Hey! Oh, you don't get the message. Are you getting it still or you are, you are still? Yes. Hmm. 
my God and my Lord. Show mercy. Show mercy. Show mercy. In Luke 13, he says, These three years, I come seeking fruit on this tree and find that none. Cut it down. Cut it down. Why come to the ground? That's the same thing that he's saying in Isaiah. Cut it down. I've come, I'm looking for fruits, I'm finding none. Three years. Then somebody, the, the vine dresser, the, the caretaker said, let it alone for one more year. God is always looking for fruit from you. Something. For his church. For his church. Church must be built. A church is being built. You are involved in it. Souls are being saved. Souls are being established. You are involved in it. Souls are being taught. They are being trained. They are being helped. They are being looked after. They are being bashed. They are being. You, you, your money is in it. Your your time is in it. Your effort is in it. There are people who can do bashing. They can do. They can gather people, but they can't gather more than they can finance. And there are people who can finance, and they can't gather. Why don't we all team up and say you can't you can't bring but like, here's my money and it's not much. It's not much. You can you can part with thousand CDs without feeling it. You can part with five hundred, you won't feel it. Oh yes. Every day you can say a bus is hundred Ghana. I'm 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 paying for three buses and you will not feel it. Because you can give your offering, you can pay your tithe, you can still give this one for them, and you will not feel it. But instead, no, you want to eat ice cream. The one that has come to uh, Pinkberry, that has come, yogurt. I want to eat. There's a flavor that I have not tasted before. I want to taste banana caramel. So what, what God is saying is that when he is looking for fruit, you will not give him more, but you will like to enjoy. You want enjoyment and happiness. And he doesn't, he doesn't take it kindly at all. Because the things that he's doing for you is so that you can proclaim his goodness. Kobe, do you understand? Yes. Yes. And God bless you for bringing that vast load of people the other time. But it must never stop. It must be something that you put your heart to. And you, you are, you are, by the time you say, oh, look at the whole church is full. All these people, this, this road, the whole of this road, they are the people I brought. The whole of that road I brought. And seven of my people are in the choir. Ten are in the dancing stars. Yes. When you see dancing stars, you are lifting your nose. What are these um, shaking their body, shaking their body? What is that? Modern church. So, modern church, look at what they are doing in the church. Dancing, dancing, dancing. Hey. You are just like Michal, David's wife. When David was bringing the ark and she was, he was dancing, dancing, rejoicing because God's presence had come. He looked at her, look at the king, look at how he's moving. And then his cloak fell and said, ah, look at him naked. Naked, his pants was on, his shorts were on, his jumper was also on. But you say he's naked because his cloth has come down. And the Bible says, she despised him in her heart. Don't despise dancers. Because these boys who are dancing and girls who are dancing, they would have been fornicating this morning. They would have woken up from somebody's bed. When their mother and father think they are in their own bed, they've run away in the night. And this morning as we are in church, they are in somebody's house. They are now coming home. They've now jammed the wall to their father's house and have come to lie down quietly in the, in the room as though they have not gone anywhere. Yes. And sometimes around this time, they are now coming home. Walk of shame. 
fina obefina wasesa weyi ni 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 high hills weyi ni high hills or the high hills no because if you wear your high heels daddy will hear your the sound of your voice so she's holding her high heels and coming small girl oh, her waist kitty 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 she's holding her bag and her this thing and she's coming like this she has gone aprodo actually aprodo ate aprodo he's not slept in the house now he's coming home quietly like that and then she comes and then she's in the bathroom washing the mommy says that hey you've woken up early yes mommy yes mommy yes mommy yes mommy she has accomplished her mission and she's telling herself ah hey today today they didn't catch me one day they shout your name at dawn and she's now jumped the wall into the compound and said, yes ma where are you? I'm sweeping outside hey! hey you have become a good girl or you wake up early in the morning and you are sweeping she's not sweeping, she has gone up she has gone to sleep in somebody's house she's now coming home and now she's using the compound sweeping as the excuse and her mom is so nim into your budgetness oh my baby hey and I'm sorry I'm a baby who are sorry in terms of prayer oh boy yes come yeah 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 that's why today God has found them in the dancing stars Oh yes, to dance for Jesus. Yes, they would have gone to a nightclub yesterday night, Saturday night, knowing that Sunday young baby are, and then they went be dancing. By the time and smoking with drugs, sex, everything. Your child, you think he's a virgin? Eh? Oh. She's more experienced than you. She has had sex more than the grandmother. Hmm. One day a lady took her daughter. Something, something. She was not well be. They said something. Herself has molested her or something, something, something. So they took her to the hospital to the doctor. When the doctor examined her, he told her mother, Mommy, come, come, come. This your daughter. This is not the first time. Oh, what I saw is an experienced, like a grandmother that I am looking at, not a, a, a virgin, the, the, not 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 somebody a one time that there is no violation. Oh, where the experienced, and if Jesus can find such children and and, and polish them and dress them up and make them dance instead of clapping for them and rejoicing you make your face mm, what are they doing what are they doing they are dancing for jesus because you will not dance for jesus they will dance for jesus you will not sing for jesus they will sing for jesus and you see people who who should be in the choir you should be in the choir you don't want to wake up early and come for come hey as we are talking, you are stretching because it's like you even feel tired thinking about going for rehearsal. That means that hey, I can't wake up early like that. Too. 
they call for sacrifice and unless you fall to the ground and die you will always abide alone that's why you are alone don't involve yourself in anything but it's changing from today God will bless you and finally we need peace to be fruitful peace peace to be fruitful Are you there? You've gone home. James chapter 3 verse 18 says, And the fruit of righteousness is sown in peace of them that make peace. Fruitfulness in ministry is possible only in an environment of peace. Yes. The fruit of righteousness. The fruit of if anything will come out of our life, must be in peace. That's why we don't need, you said, she said, they said, she said, the pastor is like this, the pastor is like that. Hey, look at his, this thing. Some designer jacket be that he's wearing. Hey, I saw for my banana and saying, one must put two power. Now, I don't know, she shoes. Oh, yeah, I said, what's your running shoes? Sneakers, be a papa, be a original. So, hey, I saw for And Crofosi can almost use you, sir. You see, when you talk like that, you can never be fruitful because the fruit of righteousness it is sown in peace of them that make peace. If you are in the choir, you are quarreling with choir members. How can you? How can you be? How can you even sing well? You are backing somebody you are angry with. So when the person is singing the solo, you have to sing chorus. Because when they are clapping, they'll be clapping for the soloist. Or Jifans Ninafa. Coco. Where did I shit? Yes. It seems like Bishop likes only this one to sing solo, but it looks like when we are singing, he is not uh, looking at us. He doesn't come when we are singing. You see, when you even have such a spirit, you, you, you can't give yourself well. The fruit of righteousness, you see, is born in peace of them that make peace. When we started the ministry early and we, we noticed a particular phenomenon. Saturday night, there's always some quarrel in the house. Sometimes Sunday morning, we are ready. People will not be ready. When you push them, then they say, you are shouting, you are this, and I take your time. Hey, shouting at me, shouting at me. <laughs> People will not be ready. When you go and sit in the car and you, you, you blow your horn, hey! When they come into the car, then there's cold war. You see that? They are sitting in the car, then, ah, it's right. Because you are sitting here. Everybody is quiet till we get to church. Hey! Tension. Sometimes you are going to, you are the one going to start the service and lead praises and worship. Now you are harassed. Hey. Sometimes Saturday night, you want to just go to the palace 
so that you'll be refreshed in the morning. Yes. Oh, they lock the palace gate. They put security men at the gates. Hey, commandos. And as a young man, you shouldn't be denied like that. Sometimes they say, small headache. You say, I have a headache. And sometimes they say, oh, but yesterday you went to the palace. Why are you going to the palace again today? But who told you that? The, but the palace is there. The door is open. Why can we not go there yesterday and go there today? And it also belongs to me. The palace, I, I bought the palace. I built it myself. <laughs> you can enter any time. <laughs> When I was, I was building, I bought the land and I was building, nobody told me that I should come in the morning and not in the evening or that I should go there only on, on, on Friday or if I go on Friday, I can't go on Saturday. And that if I go on Saturday morning, I cannot go Saturday afternoon. Nobody gave me that restriction. The land lost a freehold for 99 years. No landlords. Free possession and free access. You see, so on Saturday now you see that tension, and people don't understand why there's tension because when you're free, tension has been built up from the internal to the external. Hey, now you see the tension. So we, we, we gave it a name, we call it PPQ pre preaching quarrels, and it's calculated by the devil. To remove joy and peace from you. As you are going to go and fire to make people happy. You are going to preach. You see that you are, your mind is full of vendetta and vengeance. Wicked ideas. Or oh, now they, are now they have now left you now. You now see. At first you see that everybody else has trees. Now dear. Your eyes are shining. To the hungry man, every bitter thing is sweet. Sometimes you see the pastor you are preaching, then somebody has sat down by Some people they don't mind at all. It's like, oh, he's just a pastor. Pastor, dear, he doesn't have such ideas. Now, soft we Saturday night, I'm an Friday night, why Thursday night, why Wednesday night, you see, we have our period. So, when you see a man who is in town, or top bound for saying then he's buying a fried plantain, and he's buying a sugar cane, and he's buying a body ayatotong, utimuse, There are children, that's why I'm saying I'm using euphemism. But I hope you understand it. And there are some of you wives sitting here. You have given your husband this treatment. And God is speaking to you. Don't look on your phone, I'm preaching to you. Small power you have. You use it to squeeze people. Hey! When you're generous, Bakupu. Oh yeah, I'm strong. Hey, when Chad yeah. 
sometimes three months. What sounds so you were too quiet, were caught track. One month, were back. The night he has come with a lot of energy. Man. No, the baby is not able to sleep. The baby is not able to leave the baby and come. Leave the baby and come. Hey, sister. Leave the pants and leave them in the sink. And leave the baby to cry. Solomon was going to build a temple. He, co- he told his father's friend, he was called Hiram. He said, you know my father, he was a man of war. So he couldn't build a temple. Because when you are in war all the time, Philistines are coming, Amalekites are coming, I mean, Hittites are coming, Hivites are coming. How are you going to build it? As you are building, go and ask Nehemiah. It's not easy to build with a sword and with one hand building. Build one hand and one hand holding a sword. And David was fighting all the time. Couldn't build. But now he, Solomon said, but now God has given me peace all around me. So I'm now ready. I want, I want to build and I can build. I don't have nobody's fighting me. Nobody's chasing me. Yes. First Kings chapter 5. You see it. And Solomon sent to Hiram saying, Thou knowest how that David my father couldn't, could not build an house unto the name of the Lord his God for the walls which were about him on every side until the Lord put them under the soles of his feet. But now the Lord my God had given me rest on every side so that there is neither adversary nor evil occurrence. And behold, I purpose to build an house unto the name of the Lord my God. As the Lord spake unto David my father, say, Thy son, whom I will set upon thy throne in thy room, he shall build an house. Yes. As I come that he was able to build. May God grant us peace. Yes, yes. Let's, let's remove all disgruntled elements. Criticizing anything that Satan uses anybody to speak against the church, it is aimed to neutralize us. Weather storms and quenching fires, all you cannot build, you cannot do much. But the church, Jesus said, I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. The Lord bless you, the Lord show you kindness. And the Lord make you fruitful as he pours out his spirit upon you all the days of your life. Stand to your feet. Let's pray. Now, this month, I've been talking a lot about being fruitful. So now we must put it into practice to preach to win souls, have our treaches. It doesn't matter. 
let somebody find you it is drizzling and you are holding an umbrella trying to share a tract that may be the reason for somebody's service I mean who be that what church are you coming from let me follow you that is why we have smaller groups when you join it the activities are within those groups because when you don't join anything you are alone when you are alone you can't do anything even to, to lift yourself that I am going out you can't easily do that but God is blessing us. Just pray. Lift your hand and just speak in tongues or pray. Pray for yourself in English or your understanding and say, Lord, oh yes, make me fruitful. Make me fruitful. Make me fruitful. Lift your voice and pray. Make me fruitful. Matola Mahadaya. Spirit, make me fruitful. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for the Holy Spirit's power. Holy Spirit, come upon me and make me fruitful. May the Spirit be poured upon me from on high in the name of Jesus and cause there to be fruitfulness in the name of Jesus. May I adopt the key of sacrifice, Lord. Sacrificing to God for fruitfulness in the name of Jesus. Robo Shebi Dani Mimi Katayama Mandele Bebe Rikaloba Bandele Bebe Mimayanababa. The key of peace. Rabo Shapati Andele Bebaba. Give me rest on every side, O Lord. Rakataba Bandele Bebayama Mandele Bebayama. That I may be fruitful in the name of Jesus. Rabo Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit. Ask Him to touch your life. Ask Him to soften your heart. Ask Him to stay in your heart. Close your eyes and talk to God. The wilderness. Becomes a fruitful field. And the fruitful field becomes a forest. I must be fruitful. I must be fruitful. Cause me not to look to my own things to God, but to look to the things of others. I must be fruitful. The key of sacrifice I must become a fruitful field. I cannot remain a wilderness. I fall to the ground and die it abideth alone but if it die it bring forth much fruit of God make me fruitful through sacrifice of God thank you Jesus lift your hand I'm praying for you Father for everyone in, lift your hands please I'm praying for you for everyone in this room the grace to be fruitful thank you for the Holy Spirit right now let him come afresh upon everyone in this room in this room turning wildernesses and dry deserts into fruitful fields and turning fruitful fields already fruitful believers making them like a forest by your power by your might by your power by your might by your power by your might by your power in the name of Jesus we thank you in Jesus name Amen Amen. clap your hands
As every head is bowed and every eye closed, if you are here today, you are not a born again Christian and you want to give your life to Jesus, I want to pray for you. Maybe somebody invited you to the church. You came by yourself, but Jesus died to save you from your sins. And we never want to end our broadcast without giving you a chance to be born again, to give your life to Jesus Christ. If you are here, you want me to pray for you, Pastor. Pray for me. I want to be serious. I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to be born again. Wherever you are, please lift up your right hand so I can pray with you. Lift up your right hand. God bless you. I see your hand. I see your hand. I see your hand. God bless you. Lift it up high. Don't be shy. Don't be afraid. God bless you. If you have lifted your hand, come to me right in front here. Come, come running. Come. come. I want come to running. Come running to the mercy seat where Jesus I'm about to pray, but if you are still standing there and your heart is beating, you know that if you were to die today, you are not sure you go to heaven. Come to me. I want to pray for you. God bless you, sir. Thank you. Something new is going to happen in your life from today. Let us pray. Those of you in front here, lift up your hands to heaven as we pray. Pray this prayer after me. It is your prayer, but I'm praying it for you. And so say it after me. Say, Heavenly Father, I thank you for today. I come to you just as I am. Please forgive me for all my sins. Wash me with your precious blood. From today, I belong to Jesus. I will serve Jesus for the rest of my days. Please write my name in the book of life. Please write my name. My name is. Write this name in your book of life. In Jesus' name. Amen. Now lift one finger, just one finger like this, and see after me. Now, Satan, from today, I belong to Jesus. You and me is finished. I belong to Jesus from now. Jesus is my Lord, Jesus is my Savior. I will never serve you again. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. And now it's time for communion. Take the communion elements. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for the bread, the body of Jesus. That was broken for us. Through that body, we have, we are partakers of your family we become your sons by this body we are healed for by his Christ we were healed and so today as we come to the table of the Lord let the life of Jesus fill our lives transform our lives in Jesus name the body of Jesus Christ the cup of blessing is the communion of the blood of Christ.
give the cup. This is the cup of his blood. The blood of the New Testament. He shed his blood for all of us. For the remission of our sins. This is the blood of Jesus Christ. Father, we thank you for the blood. In Jesus' name. Amen. The blood of Jesus. Pray. Lift your hand. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord help you. May the Lord prosper you. May the Lord shine his face on you for favor. Favor with God. Favor with men. May the Lord give you an open door. An open door open door to your next level for there is a higher place there is a higher place of your fruitfulness a higher place of your prosperity receive it the mighty name of Jesus the Lord open doors for you there's somebody here you are not married but the Lord give you a husband the Lord give you a wife the Lord make your marriage nice in the name of Jesus. Oh yes. Somebody didn't go for proper honeymoon. May the Lord prosper you and send you forth to Dubai. To Florida. To London. To Bahamas. For holidays. For vacation. For honeymoon. For enjoyment. The Lord deliver you from evil. When you go on the highway, safety is of the Lord. When you go on the byway, safety is of the Lord. May the Lord keep you safe in your home. May you never come under the power of two men. Or even one man. With a machete. With a gun. Or five men. With guns. The Lord deliver you from wicked and unreasonable men. May you never be amputated because of the machete of an armed robber. May you never be shot by the bullet of an armed robber. May the Lord deliver you from stray bullets. May the Lord deliver you and keep you safe. Whatever sickness killed your mother, may it never kill you. Whatever sickness was in your mother that you find in your body by the power of the blood and the power of the broken body of Jesus, be healed. Be delivered from that affliction in the name of Jesus. Oh yes, oh yes, oh yes. The Lord help you with his mighty right hand. In Jesus' name, amen. We have no doubt that you have received a blessing from the word of God preached by Bishop Eddie Addy. Do join either of our Victory Secret Services from the Macarius Church Headquarters, East Egon Hills, Accra, this and every Sunday at 7.30 and 10.30 a.m. Connect with Bishop Eddie Addy on Facebook Live, YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter. God bless you and lead you in a series of victories.